Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! But you're taking shots at me like it's Patron And I'm just like, damn It's 7 a.m. Say it in the street, that's a knockout But you say it in a tweet, that's a cop-out And I'm just like, hey Are you okay? And I ain't trying to mess with your self-expression But I've learned a lesson that's stressing and obsessing About somebody else's no fun And snakes and stones never the cuff uh <laughs> i'm doing it off the cuff off the cuff version uh, i have no notes no notes he's got no computer no uh notebooks less notebook uh, i'm coming in fresh all right so uh just throw me stuff and you're gonna see my true wit a lot of things happen this week i'm also so- i'm also sober I know, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> I'm usually drunk during the podcast. That's not true. I've never been drunk during the podcast. So you're, well, all right, let's talk about it. I guess we brought it up. So you are taking the month off to come up with a name for No Drink February. Well, the shortest month. Uh, hey, but we got an extra day, though. I know, so it's a little harder. And on that extra day, is Frank's dinner, and I don't think I could stay sober for that. I'm going to miss Frank's dinner. Oh. Oh, maybe, okay, it won't be as... Is this Saturday? It's a Saturday. Work yeah. Tuesday through Saturday. Shoot. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I, shooting nights. I decided this. Love it. I decided this like a week or two ago before the Super Bowl that after Super Bowl Sunday I was going to try to stay um, off the sauce for the whole month. Now, the problem is, how's it going? It's going well. It's fine. I'm on uh, day, uh, five, I believe. Wait, Monday, Tuesday, eight. Wednesday, Thursday. No, oh, Monday, this. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm on day six. Okay. Um. Is, I, it, is it like when uh, George stopped having sex and he was really smart? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I've been, I've been getting some stuff done, which is nice. Um, Have you seen any uh, other changes in your... Uh... No, I'll say this. My diet has gotten way worse. <laughs> because I was like, look, I'm doing this for health reasons. I'm doing this mostly because I'm only going to take like a month off of drinking since I was like 13 years old. <laughs> so it's like... First of all, I want to see if I can do it. Second of all, you know, for health reasons and, you know, um, lose some weight and all that. And all I so once March 1st rolls around, you're just going to be like, I'm unhealthy again. Yeah, but, like, the thing is, is I'm unhealthy now. <laughs> I I haven't had, like, I'm just, like, I can talk myself off in a Chipotle every night now. Because I'm like, well, all my calories are going towards food and not alcohol, so that's good. The truth of the matter is, though, I don't... I don't drink that many days a week. Anyway, like, I'm really cutting so out. So, are you, like, ever going out this week or this month? I'm trying not to. just going to stay I don't know if I've got the chops to go out and not drink. The problem is That's this. That's big, because you're, you're a social butterfly over here. Well, the, the, the problem is this, is that I have a job coming up um, that's most likely going to take me to New York, mm. um, if it happens. And uh, just for, like, two, three days... There's no way I'm staying sober in New York for two, three days. I'm just going to tell you right now. Okay. 
Like, and that's going to that's going to suck because that's the one thing that could probably take me off of this. But um, I don't want to be. I don't. I don't get to New York enough to do it. So I definitely want to enjoy it the way I want to enjoy it. All right. Priorities. All right. So that happened this week. Okay. So we, we, had, had, we had Trump got acquitted. Big week for the Trumpster. Yeah. He had a lot of wins this week. And he let everybody know about it. He did. Boy, it was really frustrating. If you're not a Trump fan, it was a tough week. Especially when you find out that Budacek is like leading in this poll. Like, like I like him, but there's no chance in hell that he can win. I... I don't know. I like. I think Trump America is going to vote a gay guy. And Trump America is only going to vote for Trump. So let's just say that. But I mean, like, I feel like. I mean, you saw I, the clip of the woman, right? I'm voting for whoever's the Democratic yeah. person. I would vote for the gum on my shoe before I vote for <laughs> Trump. Yeah. Like I really would. It's not even like before I would vote for him. Like I would. I would if the right-in vote. I I had this conversation with my parents the other day. I was like. I'm trying to think of who, and it, I'll be honest, my opinion of Trump has changed not one bit since before he, he started running for president. This is who we always knew, like thought of this guy. But I'm trying to think of who in history I would vote for, like vote for Trump over. And I'm really like, like the, only name that, the only name that comes to mind is Hitler. Okay. I mean, I would vote for Trump over Hitler. But that's, I mean, the, the list gets really hard to come up with a second person after that. And that's not to say that he's that, you know what I mean? But I I just, you know. I, I said it alive that he said that uh, Dwayne Johnson should run and he would win or something. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he probably will. Yeah, he wouldn't. Um, well, that's the thing. I was, I was watching Bill Maher last night. And yeah, I was just going to bring that up. I was like, I really don't watch that show, but I wanted to watch it last night. I Why? Because I wanted to see what he was going to say. Oh, well, one of, the, one of the guests was saying how, and this this might have even been in the overtime. You know, they do overtime after. You have to go to YouTube, and they do like a 10-minute segment where all the guests on. And somebody was saying what the thing that Trump does is really well is he throws a whole bunch of shit out, all this noise, so that in the media you can't concentrate on one thing and make it bad. Like, it's all... Bad and the media is so hooked on it, and they're all scrambling to try to find the next thing. And da, da, da. so, rather than be like, "Hold on a second, everybody, let's look at this one thing and talk about how horrible this is," they do a whole bunch of other things. So it all just and it's really smart because then it's all noise. It becomes all noise, and you're like, you know what? I just like him better, and my life's better right now. So screw it. And, you know, yeah. where it's like, and, and the Democrats will do this. Whoever winds up being the nominee, whether they win or not. They'll have one thing that they do wrong, and they'll be trying so hard to apologize for it or cover it up that um, it'll become the focus of who they are, and all that that big ball of noise is going to want to win. So it. it would be if Buttigieg wins, Buttigieg, Buttigieg, uh, he would be the youngest president, right? Yeah, and, and he looks and, and and Bernie Sanders would be the oldest. Yeah, it's great. Uh, <laughs> Audrey keeps telling me how much uh, Buttigieg looks like Aaron. Our friend Aaron. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I see it. I, she's like, tell him he looks like him. I'm like, I don't tell people they look like people. I think that's a bad habit to be into. Because you don't understand, like, if I tell you you look like somebody, I may think they're the best looking guy in the world. But they may have, like, some kind of thing that you're very self-conscious about. 
And that's all you're going to concentrate on, and you're going to feel really bad about it. So I just stay out of the game of you look like. Dot, I remember uh, we went to the Dames and Games, and I told one of the strippers that uh, she looked like the girl from uh, um, How I Met Your Mother, the redhead, whatever her name is. Okay. And she did not like that. She was kind of pissed. Oh. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, not everyone likes being called something else. So, and it looks like in any any circumstance they don't. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so but uh, that was interesting. She did look like her. But uh, so you don't like Buttigieg? You're, you're well, like you said, you'd vote for anybody. But like, I kind of like Buttigieg. I like him, but that's, I that's, feel like that's a guy who would have towards. a tough time winning. You know, what do you think I, of? I think Bernie Sanders could win. Even though I don't want him to win because he's going to die in office. Well, it's not just that, but he's got... He's, he's like, oh, man. He's like a mean guy. He's like... Grumpy old I've, man. I've always liked Bernie because he's always been on... Bill Maher's like my favorite show. Like I, I've, I don't think I've missed an episode in years. And Bernie's a really good guest on that show. So I've always liked Bernie. Uh, I think what, he's, what he wants is a little extreme for me. I mean, it's still way better than the extreme of the other stuff. Um... I think he's into uh, getting rid of student loan too. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, you know, I. So, like, you know, I've had this conversation with my like my mom. She's like, I don't think you should get rid of student loan. You know, and I'm like, dude, do you understand? I do not like your mom. Right? <laughs> but do you understand how me and your mom are in a fight? <laughs> how the student loans are set up to. Um, don't don't be in a fight there. She's one of our two listeners, along with your mom. <laughs> but like, do you understand? Like, um, actually, I, I went to dinner with someone yesterday, and he said uh, he brought up the fact. He's like, you know, I like what you guys are doing there, and I'm like, you listen to this? Oh yeah, yeah. Like this sound guy that I like work with. A bunch. No kidding. Yeah. Hey, sound guy. Thanks. Two, sorry, we're going to tur- completely turn you off because we're talking politics. Because there's nothing that people want to hear less about than and two that I know less about. dumbasses talking about politics. But I do want to say this about the student loan thing is the problem with student loans is co- like universities have become so expensive and become so for profit that it's impossible. It's impossible to succeed like to, with, unless you're super rich. This is what's going on with the with the wealth gap in our country. But unless you're super wealthy, it's really hard to navigate that. And uh, you're kind of stuck with it. You're in your 40s. You're still stuck paying this debt. And that's before what prices are now. I mean, I don't know what you and, like, where, where we went to school. I don't know what that costs to go to college now. But I'm pretty sure it's at least double what we paid. It's definitely and, more. If you're, especially if you're out of state. So, like, you're going to be in debt paying that off forever. And the thing is... is you can't get a job without that degree. So you're kind of fucked. You're kind of like forced into this. And so the fact that you, it can cause you to go broke and you can't even file for bankruptcy to get it erased. It's complete bullshit. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, to me, it's, it's the, it's such a scam. What's going on with, I know that's why it's I want to get erased. Um, all right. And so, uh, another thing I, that came out this week is that they're doing the Kobe, Memorial on uh, February 24th, oh. 2 24. Oh, that's right, Giannis yeah. At the Staples Center. You gonna go? Um, 
The crazy thing is they have a game that night. The okay, Clippers, really? Clippers have a game that night. It's going to be at the Staples Center? Like, people are going to go in? They're going to freaking wreck that place. What do you mean? Like, people are going to wreck that place, and then they have to, like, turn it around. What do you think they're going to wreck it? There's going to be so many people there. All right. There's just, like, only that and as many people in as their seats. Mm, I don't know about that. Is this going to be, like, the Biggie thing where they carried, you know, in Biggie, they... I saw Biggie's, uh... I don't know what they're planning on doing, Procession. it's going to be big. Um, and then, uh, what was the other thing? Um, there's just, a. Uh, you're going off the cuff, too. Look at you. You have no notes. I don't have any notes. I have one... Well, you're giving notes, but you're okay. not looking at notes. Um, coronavirus. We're getting into, uh... The zombie apocalypse. It's the other reason I stopped drinking, because I like Corona. There's a bunch of people, like, trapped on a boat or a cruise ship. Every time you turn on CNN, there's a cruise ship thing. That's why I'm never going on one. Yeah, I'm with you. Fuck cruises. My mom's like, when I'm turned 70, I want to go on a cruise ship. Let's go on a cruise. I'm like, no. Yeah. My mom's, my Not parents happening. are big on the cruise thing, too. I I, I tell them they're nuts. <laughs> um... All right, so uh, my only note is that I watched Doctor Sleep this week, and I loved it. Really? Yeah. The, you're the you're the one person. Fantastic. Okay, I'm writing it down. I'm going to watch Doctor Sleep. What did I? I watched some. There's. Weird... A, I didn't watch the three hour version. Oh, there, oh, there's a, okay. There's a director's cut, but uh, I thought it was really well done. Well I got. I wish I had my thing of things. I've been watching a lot of movies because I'm um, Carlos. For the week, and so I've been like, I've been really trying to write, I'm like write, take a class, watch stuff. Like I'm like, but watch stuff like instead of like catching up on the challenge, like watch movies, much movie making, like learn from what you're gonna watch. So did you watch that behind the scenes thing I sent you on Once Upon a Time in America? I did. My friend Rob's in it. Nice. He was Brad Pitt's stand in, so yeah, he was. Um, I started watching Shit's Creek. Once you sent that to me, it started showing up everywhere. That thing. Um, okay, I started Shit's Creek. Get it. I, 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 I don't get the. Uh, I, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, but I don't get the like massive boom with this smoke. Maybe, maybe after the season one, it gets better. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't finish. Um, you know what I started this week? Um, this show on Netflix called The Pharmacist. I have that saved. Yeah, I want to watch that. I can't wait to get your take on this guy. Okay. I think this guy is the most annoying. Like, I am now, I mean, I've watched two episodes. I am rooting for pharmacists, like Big Farm. <laughs> I'm like rooting <laughs> against the guy. You're, you're going against the guy. I'm so against the guy. I, I, we sit there, I, I pause it every time. Like, can, can you believe this guy? Like, they, he recorded everything in his life. He has like all these conversations, and he cries every five seconds. And he anyway, uh, that that one. The McMillions documentary started on HBO. Yeah, I'm pissed that it's not. On, I wanted all those episodes to like be released at the same time. Yes, yeah. you watch the first episode, and they don't even tell you like like in a good documentary. If you're going to do a six episode thing of something that I don't really know about, you have to like in the first. 10 minutes like lay out the whole story and then go back and yeah like the first episode I'm like okay so we see the FBI like figuring out that some shit's going on and then they're like oh this led us to uh, this marketing company and then they're like that's 
next time is episode two. I'm like, I need more information here. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off before I get into it then. Yeah, I would wait till there's like a couple dropped at once. But uh, um, you know, oh, I know what I want. I, I, li- I like the interesting. The story is interesting. I saw the Brink, which is the documentary about Steve Bannon, and he was the first guest on Bill Maher last night. He, I heard the clip of him saying that. Yeah, him kind of wrecking him a little bit. Of who, who wrecking who? Bill Maher saying that he was like the worst person. Well, he did, but that was after, I mean, let's be honest, and this is what happens in The Brink. This is after Steve Bannon pretty much is like, they start going through shit. And Bill Maher's like, hey, you know what you do that, you know what you do that sucks is this, this, and this. And he's like, yeah, but, and then Evan starts, he says, but this is the reality. And everyone starts booing and he'll just turn around and be like, this is why you're going to lose. Yeah. This is why you're going to lose. And he, and he did it to everything. And he's right every time. He's like, they, most people don't care. Like, I, I'm sorry. You just don't. And, and it's what the brink is basically him going around and doing. And, yeah. and he's, uh, he is an evil, I don't want to say genius, but an evil, smart guy. He's, um, all right, so we got uh, Carolina Duke coming up here, yeah. uh, and which like, kind of doesn't matter because they—I know—but it's still like Carolina sucks. An event. Do you know any players on Carolina other than Carmelo Anthony's kid? No, it's not Carmelo Anthony's or, uh, kid. Yeah, I know Greg Anthony's Greg kid. Anthony. Right. Yeah, uh, it's funny where you see them all. There, it's not a very good. It's not a good. So we're going to do. Uh, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. Yes, and then we're going to do our Oscar predictions that are on tomorrow. Or are we doing yeah. a preview or whatever? Yeah, well, yeah, we'll do some basic. We things. did the nominations, so yeah, it won't be. I don't know. We'll be doing. We won't like rehash. But before we do that, let's we'll just we'll try to figure out how to. Let's do our it. third topic because we're kind of into it. and We're not going to talk much about it. But that was the, our third topic. It was the Taylor Swift documentary? Oh. Yeah, so, okay, so Taylor Swift came out with a documentary on HBO that Miss, premiered at, a, not on Netflix, that premiered at a Sundance. Miss Americana. And, uh... Miss Americana. Basically about her changing her image. Um, was it really about anything? It wasn't really about everything, but I did find one part of it interesting when she was talking about when they were like, oh, are you going to get married or something? She's like... No, I can't get mad. It's like my whole life is like planned for like the next three years. Is it, no, there's a couple moments like that that and are I'm like, yeah, you're right. She's like making a really like interesting point there that yeah. like people have mapped out where she's gonna be like for th- like the next three years. Like she has a schedule. She can't just do whatever the hell she wants to do. I wasn't gonna watch this until you told me you were watching it, and I was like, all right, I'll put it on the list. And I've recently it's not great. No. Uh, well, this is the so this is what this is the the broader subject I want to bring up about this is, um, you know, we we did a whole episode of music docs. We love music docs, yeah. and we apparently aren't the only ones. America loves music docs. Everybody misses like where are they now or behind the music or all those VH1 shows. Those have now become full form documentaries. Where I mean, it's the same formula. It's not any subject it's like like i so showtime just put out a bunch of documentaries uh 
And they did one like Duran Duran, music ones. Duran Duran went on New Order. There's a whole like um, access on the channel that has like nonstop music. Done. Yeah. And I, I watch all these because these are all the, because now they're doing bands we grew up with. And so now you get like really nostalgic. You're like, oh, this is cool. But they know this. So in order to get the rights to all the music, they bring on the band as the producers. But then the, produ- then the band has a say in what they're going to talk about. And then it becomes nothing interesting. It becomes a big, like, suck fest. Like, oh, this, we were so good. Like, Duran Duran's really... In- I read John Taylor's autobiography. It's the basis from Duran Duran. It's awesome. I mean, the first half is awesome. Because all he did was copious amounts of drugs and have sex with every woman on the... Every model, supermodel on the planet. And it was awesome. And then he got, like, religious and da-da-da-da. And let's just say it gets a little boring from them. I mean, good for him, but... Um, these documentaries are focusing more on they're not they're not going into any of that stuff. What's interesting is you know Bill Simmons um, just signed a deal to make like a thirty for thirty series with HBO. He also just signed a massive. Yeah, well, we're, and, so know. this this all this is my yeah. point. This also tie in right. So he, he was it like two hundred fifteen million or something? Yeah, I don't know. They have I haven't I didn't know they disclosed the numbers. But the thing with Bill with Bill Simmons that I I, I we, we talk about him almost every episode because we listen to him a lot. He is a an influence on. I mean, he's probably the biggest reason we got other than maybe Howard Stern that we decided, hey, we're going to speak into a microphone, right? When you say yeah. those two guys would probably be one and two. Um, and so like I love Bill Simmons, but I do feel like when it's not sports related, he's kind of vacationing in other territories that there could be better experts. So the reason I don't like the rewatchables that much. I'm starting to come around because they're having guests that I like. The Tarantino stuff is really good on there. I haven't listened to okay. it. Okay. Tarantino breaking down Dunkirk is really fun. I just don't think that's a rewatchable. That's the whole point. That's what they're kinda that's what they're kinda fighting against the whole show. Is they're like, I guess that works. I saw for that this. once and I'm good. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's why Tarantino's like this is what I so he's on that. One of the things I love about Tarantino is he's like, so I'm in London. I'd seen Dunkirk and I liked it, but I wasn't sure. And it was like, ah, you know, he's like, and I had tickets. He's like, it's in London, and I had tickets to go see. I forget what the play was, but it was something that you wouldn't really want to see anyway. But he was like, and I and I'm like going to the theater, and I'm in Piccadilly Circus, and I'm like, you know what, Dunkirk's playing. I really need to see Dunkirk again because I don't think I got it the first time. To see it in London would be really cool. And he blows off the Broadway show or whatever, the show that he's got tickets to, to go see Dunkirk a second time in a theater because that guy's just that nuts about movies, you know? Anyway, um, but, but my going back to the original point of this, Bill Simmons is doing a 30 for 30 series on music documentaries. And I was kind of like, but I'm like, man, this sucks because I hate, I don't like when he's involved in other things because he's a guitarist. He's not an expert. He's a really good expert on being a fan in sports. He's probably the best, at, you know, speaking fan's voice. But the fact that he signed this deal with Spotify, I think, has a good, you know, means that he's getting involved with the great music people. Second thing is, I don't know if you listen to his podcast. He had one recently with Zane Lowe, who's a guy with Apple Music and all that, and another music guy, and. Those are really smart music people who know what they're doing. And if those are the kind of people he's going to have involved with it, then this has the potential to be really good because they're not going to tell stories 
of a band from beginning to end. They're going to tell stories of very specific things that happened in that time, the way that 30 for 30 does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to it. My problem is, though, right now, we have such an over-influx of people want, you know, because Bohemian Rhapsody does well. The Elton John movie does well. Um, the NWA movie does well. They all do well, and they're these biopics, and so everyone's just fighting to get this out. Um, Back to Taylor Swift. So, this Taylor Swift one. <laughs> Let's get back to it. All right, thank you. Uh, Taylor Swift one it falls very heavily into that, uh, well, it's just a big puff piece. But the difference is we don't have, like, this personal relationship with her. I mean, I don't know if the rest of America does. I know that I don't, and it doesn't seem like you do. Uh, where everything that you were watching about, you were learning about her. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, she is pretty thoughtful about that. You know, like like you said about the marriage thing. The scene, and I also liked that she, like, watching the songwriting process. Yeah, that was really good. And the scene, I mean, I think the big scene in the whole movie is when her dad and another guy are sitting there telling her not to be political. And she's like, look, I just can't. I How can I? It's, she's like, and it's just so logical. And it's one of those things that you sit there and you think, how do you? Well, yeah, that was interesting. Her sitting with her publicist and saying, like, before I push, like, Sand on this, like, what are the ramifications? And, like, the publicist is like breaking it down. Like, we're gonna have to sit, like, yeah, Yeah, I love that. I actually love that seeing that process because I think about those things when people, like, I always wonder, is this Donald Trump is that person? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) he doesn't have that, no, he does not have that person. Um, or maybe he does again, the whole chaos theory, he just does whatever, dude. He fucking thanked uh, Kansas for the Kansas. I I know, that was great. For, uh, how do we have a, a fucking president who doesn't know where things, states are? Um, but anyway. Um, but yeah, so he, uh, so yeah, so that when, when they're sitting there telling her she shouldn't go political, and I, just, I don't know, I loved seeing that process, and I loved, her logic was like, look, this is how I feel, I can't just sit here and be like, hey... Uh, it's totally cool that you are excluding these people when I, these are people are people that have made my career. And it was just very earnest. It was very honest. It wasn't like, like I had this to make me more popular or I have that, you know, it was just like, I care about these people. And this is some, this woman saying she doesn't like these people. I just got to stand up for them. Uh, and, and that, and, that woman ended up still winning. Yeah, no, and it. But you know that thing is true about. Remember, we talked about it. That she, when she, I remember we were on this podcast on when she tweeted that out, and how everybody, um, you know, started signing up to vote because of it. I mean, or at least it, it happened at the same time. Now, the other things I found interesting: the stuff with her and the Kanye thing when he was on stage. Um, Hearing her side of things. Yeah, I like that. And they really did a good job of editing it to make you feel how alone she felt standing there because they just kept replaying it. Um, it was very creative editing, I noticed. It they, was very They good. showed her, and then they they showed it happen, and they showed her like standing there all by herself with the booze. And then they cut to a cutting head, and then they'd show her staying there alone with the booze again. So it made it feel like it was happening for like five minutes, but it really happened for like five seconds. And her saying that she thought everyone was booing her. Yeah. But you kind of get it because you start yeah. looking back. You're like, oh my God. I was anyway, it's, uh, 
I I also like that she failed and she was like really sad, but she didn't. And then goes, all right, well, it just means we gotta make a better album. Yeah, I like that part. It's just like I I kind of have a like we we've talked about Taylor Swift a lot on this podcast, which is really weird because I don't I don't we broke down an album. I don't, we broke down like three of them, and I don't even like know any of her songs, but. Um, I don't know. I think it's good. I, uh, I I go back and forth. There's things... Talking this out right now makes me like it more than I liked it when I was watching it. I had good moments. Yeah. So, I just figured it was good to talk to because we both saw it. And, uh, and this music documentary thing is not going away anytime soon. Um, have you seen any other music documentaries? Uh, other than the Linda Ronstadt one, no. Right. That was another one. Just basically, it was like, here's Linda Ronstadt's whole life. Uh, did we, I like what I liked about the Linda Ronson thing was the whole uh, that she basically introduced the Eagles to each other. Yeah, that they were the part of her uh, bands and they met each other, Flo- Glenn Frey and uh, Don Henley. Don Henley. Yeah, um, and then they couldn't get Desperado to work, and they gave it to her back, and she like basically like created her. the arrangement, and yeah. they basically stole her version. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, and she's got a good voice. Yes, that's what came out of it. Um, they, I've been wanting to see the NXS as a documentary because I want to see about, it's about Michael Hutchins. I, um, there's one other one that I wanted to talk about, but it'll hit me. Um, anyway. Um, all right. We can Super move on. Bowl. Yeah. All right. So we had our, uh, the Super Bowl football's been over. We feel a void, a little void of, uh, of sports. I'm sure, like, the people listening to this podcast are kind of uh, happy that football's over, because most of the people that listen to it skip past our football talk. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, we won some money. Yeah, we did okay. I thought we did better than we did. We did good. Your big bet, your juice jick. Yeah, juice jack. We had to score a touchdown. And we also had Jimmy Garoppolo to throw a touchdown in the second quarter. And both of those hit on the same one. You got to love that. Yeah. When multiple things happen. Um, so, what, did, what were your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Yes, uh, not very good clock management by San Fran. They probably should have won this game. but uh, Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you were really giving, um, what's his name, Shannon a hard time. You were all over that. You like, well, yeah. In the second quarter, he like they could have like scored at some point, but he like played it so like, hey, let's just go into halftime. Like, it's terrible. They didn't call timeouts. Nothing. I don't know. It was just it was bad. Yeah. Um. But. Um. I don't know. It's so funny because football is such a game of inches, and I know that's such a. Um, cliche but you think about that pass that Jimmy G threw that was just like two inches out of the reach of uh I think it was Emmanuel Sanders yeah he overthrew a couple people um but he it's that it's over and then you know that's followed by a driver Mahomes almost gets sacked he squeezes out throws it something I mean, happens in one of the Giants Patriots Super Bowls if fucking uh 
Julian Edelman had caught one, like he was wide open. If he would have caught, remember when he dropped that pass, he was like wide yeah. open? No, it's true. If he would have caught it, the game would have been over. Well, he won. Think of, even worse than that is the interception that Eli threw right into the hands of, uh, what's his face, against the Patriots, uh, that he dropped, and then next play is the helmet catch. Yeah. You know, it's like, I remember the, sorry, the other documentary. We talked about Echo in the Canyon on here, right? We haven't talked about it. Can I put a pause in this? All right, I, I just I have to talk about Echo in the All Canyon. Right. I'm sorry about if you were only for the football. Did you see Echo in the Canyon? I did see it. That is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. What's his face is a terrible, just, I don't like Bob Dylan's son. Jacob Dylan. He's terrible. It was, it was the same type of thing as Sound City. Yeah. Uh, where it was basically like turned into like, uh, commercial for the album, but I, all right. So this is what I'm curious about, and again, I'm sorry that we moved on to football, and now we're back on this. But I, I, it was, it was when I was sitting there making this. I know you saw my ugly face sitting there trying to think of something, and it was Echo in the Canyon. I, it was so bad. It, I don't even think it was a. I don't think it was like a. I don't think he was trying to sell himself as much as I don't think they wanted to pay for the full rights to all that music, and so instead they made the music themselves because they're like. Hey, what a great song by the birds this was. And then they cut to Jacob Dylan and some girl from the fucking uh, that Hey Ho band that you like or whatever. Yeah, Edward Sharp. Yeah. Jade. And you're like, dude, I don't want to see these two people do it. Like, and then they did it in, like, it's even worse. They did it in a concert at the Greek. And so they... All these people paid to come see them perform this shit. I actually went to see them at the, uh, or see that movie at the Arclight when they... Oh, they, really? And they played there. Oh, who did? They played after the movie. Oh, the... Q&A and then the band and... All who was the... Oh, was it Jacob Dylan And the girl. And, and her? Who else? Was Beck there? Or Fiona Apple? No, but someone was playing that. Uh, no, she wasn't there. Because that's one of the things that, that... The only thing I got out of that movie that I liked is how much I miss Fiona Apple. I think she's fucking awesome and she's awesome and crazy. Um, but yeah, that movie is so bad. It's so bad, right? Yeah, it's bad. Okay. Um, all right, so back to football. Um, you, like, all right, so yes, Game of Inches, um, Holmes... Um, Chiefs. He's gonna be around for a while. Yeah, so they're a seven to one favorite to repeat. Would you buy that right now? Would you pay that? Sure. Seven one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no sign of any real weakness there. I mean, um, I mean, who knows? Things happen, but um, what about the Forty ers Is this is is this their ceiling, or what, what happens from here? I don't think they're going back next year. I mean. I don't know. It's hard to say. But I feel like the Saints were the best team all year. And they just fucked up in the playoffs. Um, on the NFC side. Oh, okay. Because the Ravens were really the best team yeah. this year. I mean, NFC. Okay. Um, I would have been... I really wanted to see Saints. I mean, we bet we bet in the beginning of the year. Saints, Kansas City, but it actually turned out... We did pretty good with that. We Yeah, I mean... I don't think we're geniuses for it, but like I had some guy send me his ticket from Vegas, and I was like, you know, he had the Kansas City at six to one. We got him at seven to one, or yeah. I was like, eh, it's not really that impressive. There were there's like four teams that you were probably betting on. That was one of them. Yeah. I, mean, I know because we did the same thing. There's a reason I didn't send my ticket out to show everybody. Um, 
I don't know. I I, um, I want to talk about the Super Bowl experience. We went to a bar, a restaurant bar. It was really, I thought that was great. I think they had like a good time. Yeah, no cleaning up afterwards. Nope. Just walk away. Just order food. We got Girl Scout cookies. Drinks. Got Girl Scout cookies. Um, uh, the only problem was organizing and getting anybody to commit, which was really hard to do for some reason. Um, but ultimately, I, I thought they were going to be like assholes when we got there, but it actually turned out to be accommodating. They're very nice to us. People over at Rocco's and Studio City. Like they, they really were like, you know, and they appreciated, we reciprocated it when we said, Hey, look, we're not going to have a full party at our table. We need to sit some more people. And they were like, wow, they really, really appreciate it. So it happens when you, you know, deal with local businesses and, and that some jackass spit his dip into the urinal and they had to shut it down. <laughs> Did they want to shut the bathroom down because of that? The urinal. Yeah. yeah. Um, why does that always happen? I don't know. People... We've talked about bat, like public restrooms on this show in the past. Like, yeah. you got to have respect for the public restroom. Yeah. We all have to use it. We're there for five out, six hours. Can True. you? I mean, can you, we... Be, you're going you're gonna to have to use it, too. Can we be respectful to the other people and the people that have to, like, clean the bathroom up? There was a fight. There was almost a fight. Yeah, some random... Drunk guy. Guy missed the whole fucking... <laughs> It was before the game even started. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was good. I mean, the Super Bowl overall was good. I um, I don't think I'm really surprised that that's how it went. I think, um, I do think, you know, the 49ers were possibly the better team. And it was just the Chiefs were gonna were just kind of destined to win. And, and Pat Mahomes is going to be the guy. You can't stop him when he, when he gets going. Um, he had a good uh, fourth quarter. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm pretty happy with this football season. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it's gonna. I'm really curious to see how the Ravens do next year, coming off this loss. Uh, he won MVP. So, um, did you hear about like where Vegas won and lost money and all that kind of stuff? No, but I know that over in the beginning of the game. Vegas was, like, really nervous because at the game, everyone bet the over. Right. And if the over hit, they would have lost, like, a shit ton of money and the over didn't hit. No, so they won. They've only lost two, I think, two Super Bowls in history. Vegas has only lost two. The big... It's probably one's the Patriots, Giants. I'm guessing. Yeah, maybe. The, 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 worst, the biggest beat, the worst beat was Patrick Mahomes' rushing yards. Did you hear about this? No. So he had over, it was like over 36 or something. It's, I, it was like over 30. No, maybe even lower. It was as like low as 27 and got as high as over 32. Yeah, I think it was in the 20s because he had that yeah. long run. In it. So he, he was at like 46 yards going in the last drive. And then when he took a knee, he lost, I don't know, like 17 or 18 yards. And he dipped down and went under. Oh. So, yeah, you know, I'm going under on that. So that was a bad beat for people. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, the, they, they said that the over was really good for Vegas. The the under happening was really good for Vegas. Um, yeah, that those are the those are the stories I heard. I don't know. Um, so I'm still waiting for a payout, a nice little check. Well, you and I are going to discuss that. <laughs> I, I have... I, I had a feeling that this was whatever. Well, no. I mean, look. Here's I'm, I'm not expecting anything, but it was fun. No, no. You should be expecting something. I mean, 
I owe you some money now. All right. Which is good. But here's the deal. I mean, we can do this on air. We can do. We can put this into March Madness, which really is stupid because we don't watch any college basketball or NBA playoffs, or just put it aside to next NFL season. Because what we did this year, I think we should cash out and then re-put it in. All right. I think that's what we should do. Okay. You know that the because if it stays in there, we're gonna lose it. I understand that, but you also understand that I have to like buy cryptocurrency. To pay for for the one. So you're telling me that I'm never getting paid out. No, I'll pay it out. <laughs> um, I think but, you should try to get your money back. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. So we have Oscars tomorrow. What are we saying? Are we, is that all we're gonna do with football for real? I mean, it, that's it, right? Uh, yeah, I guess there's really nothing to talk about. I mean, it's well, a, did you see? Uh, it's been Pat, a week. Pat Mahomes like catching that beer and slamming it. Yeah. That was pretty good. Some guy like threw him a beer, and uh, he caught it with one hand, and then he just pounded it. Where on the field? No, he was on the bus. You know, like the top of the double decker bus. Oh, really? Oh, at the at the, the marsh. No, I didn't see the the parade. Um, I. Uh, what about commercials? Any commercials that you liked or hated? Um. I didn't even pay attention to that. I didn't either. That's the one thing about being in the bar is like yeah. you talk during the commercials. You kind of watch. If there's something that really grabs you, like we all kind of stopped collectively. Groundhog's Day was funny. Yeah, but we that was that's gotten killed already. Yeah. Um, you know what we all collectively stopped for was the Momoa commercial. Everybody stopped and was like, <gasps> that Jason Momoa commercial. Yeah, that was good. That was, the, that was yeah. whether you thought it was, but it was just kind of shocking in yeah. the moment. We were all like, um, I, uh, yeah, I guess halftime. Halftime was the biggest story of the whole Super Bowl, wouldn't you say? In terms of good or bad? I'm just saying, I think people are talking about the halftime more than they're talking about the game. I've read way more. Shakira was good. I thought they both were good. Yeah. Um, But that's another good thing about being in a bar is you don't. You don't realize how political things are while they're happening? Like, did you realize that there was, like, this whole political... Do you even know this? No, but I know that her daughter was in it. That's all I know. So, her daughter came out with a bunch of kids. Yeah. So, all right. So, Shakira comes out. She does her thing. Shakira's awesome. They they did this on Simmons. I thought this was really good. Who who won the halftime show? When what was the score? Like, what was... Who do you you give the... Shakira, I thought it was better. Yeah. That's what they said, too. It was close. But, he's, but still, it's Shakira. Um, she comes out. She kind of nails it. J-Lo comes out does her thing. J-Lo comes out. She winds up doing this. All of her, kid, her kid and some of these kids come out, and they're all in cages. Like, it's... They're good-looking cages, but they're cages. And that was meant to... I can't believe you didn't read any of this. No, I didn't know. That's what was meant to symbolize. You don't put, nice you know... stuff? Yeah, it's like there's all this video of her talking about it beforehand, and... So then they start seeing Born in the USA, her and her daughter, and she's got her half American, half Puerto Rican. Um, All right, we have to rewatch this. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. It's I like, wasn't even like paying that much attention. Oh, I, I, it was really good. I thought, I thought they were. It was awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the way you do a halftime show. Yeah, it was good. So. Uh, I'm not going to rush to judgment like a lot of people and just call it the best ever, um, but it, it was good. Okay. Um, all right, so we kind of went over a bunch of this uh, stuff. The Oscars is tomorrow. What are you doing for the Oscars? 
Um, sitting home. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I have to work a little bit. Oh, do you? But uh, I got a huge should, problem where I should be back. Then. You know, I'm. You know, I love to talk about uh, cut the cord. Well, my cuts like that. You, those things like this. Now you're fucking. Well, I can. I mean, if it was on just about any other channel, I could just record it and then watch it. You know, just like you would on anything else. The problem is ABC is one of the two channels I do not have on Sling. And so, therefore, I have to watch it on the antenna, which means I have to watch it live. You can do what Michael Shannon did and go to a bar and sit by myself, sit by yourself, and watch it with the. But I'm but I'm sober right now, so it's a problem. Um, all right, so this is the other I don't thing. Re- I don't go. being sober is being able to say no to everybody. Like all well, those times to, you're we're like about to go to a bar and go have some a burger, okay, or something. Um, so anyway. Um, I don't want to rehash what we said, but let's just do this. All right, you have the odds there. Yeah. Let's just say who we think will win and who who can upset. Okay. What do you want to start? So we'll start with the best picture, obviously. All right. Well, do you want to do best so, picture? Because so it's probably the only one that has a chance of an upset. But all right, I don't we'll, think so. Okay. I think 1970 and Parasite has a chance to shock and change... Like, be the first foreign movie to ever win the best picture. Okay. So, 1970 is minus 225. Parasite's 2 to 1. I'd be into maybe possibly putting a little bit of cash on that. What, or what, on what? Parasite? Parasite. Well, here's what I would do. Okay. I would throw... I, I would take Your a flyer. Yes, I'd take a flyer on it at 10 to 1. I think it's worth... I just think it's worth... Throwing like a little bit. Once upon a time, ten to one. Ten to one. I don't think it's going to win, but it's just one of those things. There's going to be an upset somewhere of some kind. I think uh, Parasite may be an upset because 1970 was so gimmicky, perfectly done, like technically. Yeah. But over, the movie is not story-wise, isn't an amazing feat. Right. Um, so it could... It could be a... It could, there could be an upset there. Here's what I think. I wish we could live bet this. Because I think whoever wins Best Director of those two, the other one's winning Best Film. Well, it's definitely winning Best Director. So then I would take Parasite to win Best Film. Okay. I mean, Sam Mendes, you can look at it right now, is probably All right, let's get into a, that. a big fucking favorite to win Best Best. Best director, Sam Mendes is minus two twenty five hundred. Yeah, he's definitely winning. Bong Joon Ho is four to one. Those would be the only two I'd put. Um, just the whole concept and do execution, and I mean he's got to win. Um, all right, so best actress. Right now, the favorite is Renee Zellweger. She's won every single award, acting award for this. Minus 5,000. And your favorite movie, Judy. <laughs> I've, I, I still haven't seen it. I've only, heard, I've only heard people say they liked Judy since then. Okay. Which really just boggles my mind. But okay. So who would be the next... Would it be Saoirse? Would she be the next favorite? No. Next favorite is Scarlett Johansson. She's 10 to 1. Okay. Well, Judy is definitely winning. Yeah, I don't see. I still think Charlie Theron should win, 
I've seen all these movies except for Harriet, and I'm never going to see Harriet, so. All right, so, all right, so Best Actor, Joaquin Phoenix has won, like, every award, basically, for this. Yes. Uh, I, I am in the middle of The Two Popes right now, when I said I was watching movies. Have you seen The Two Popes yet? I haven't seen The Two Popes. I heard it's good. Yeah. There's a reason I haven't finished it, though. <laughs> Because it's about two popes? Yeah, because about two popes, like, at the end of their careers. Uh, two old popes? Yeah. Um, so who is um, the next? Adam Driver at plus it's 15 to 1. Which I think he should win. I think he should win, too, but I don't think there's any chance it's not Joaquin Phoenix. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even put five bucks on Adam Driver. I think you're better off spending your money on DiCaprio at 65 to 1. Going through this, it seems like all these big acting roles are already, like, spoken for. Everything is. All right, so actress in a supporting role. I mean, Laura Dern right now has won everything. Yeah, there's she's no way she's not. She's won every award. There's no way she's not What's winning. her, what's her? Mine is 2500 Okay. And then who's next That up? means if you spend a dollar, you have to spend a dollar to win $25. Is Florence Pugh two or no? No. Uh, Margot Robbie is 8 to 1. Florence Pugh is 12 to 1. What about Scarlett? Uh, thirty to one. Okay, let's do this. Who who do you think should win out of that? Who's your favorite performance of those? Um, yeah, I would say Marriage Story, Laura Dern. Me too, but I I I think Florence Pugh is up there. I think Florence Pugh is up there just because she played two time periods and no one really blinked an eye about it. Well, I don't think people. I think part of that's because I didn't even know. Yeah, I know. I think that's part of the reason because I think if you're sitting there going, "This person's thirteen, you're out of your fucking mind." Spock, are you out of your fucking mind? All right, so actor in a supporting role. Brad Pitt, he's got to be, he's going to win. Yeah. And he's won there all this. So he is minus 7,500. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants him to go up and make a speech, you know, so he, even if he wasn't the favorite, I feel like he, Joe, every speech he gave made him more and more the favorite. Yeah. And Joe Pesci's too? 15 to 1. Yeah. All right, we did director. All right, screenplay. So, for adapted screenplay, Joker. I don't have those odds. So now we're going to start talking some stuff. So Joker, or the or Jojo Rabbit. I think Jojo Rabbit's the favorite. So Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and Two Popes. Wait, I, I, wait. What is it? Irishman, mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Two Popes. What do you like out of that? Um. I guess Jojo Rabbit. You, I do too, and I think it's going to win. Um, I read this article talking about how Jojo Rabbit... Um, I didn't realize it was adapted. ...has the spirit... Uh, it is, and Hitler's not in the original book. Yeah. He added that. Uh, but it's in the spirit of Mel Brooks, and I liked that. I that made me... Anyway, all right. I tried to watch that Mel Brooks documentary. Yeah, that's that's in the list. It's hard to get there. Okay. All right, so original screenplay is 1917, Knives Out, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. So I feel like this is between Once Upon a Time and Parasite. Yeah, what about No Marriage Story? Not against those two. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, I guess I'm leaning towards Parasite. Even though I love, I think yeah. Once Upon a Time, Quentin Tarantino. So I, I think that I think Tarantino's going to win. I think they love to give Tarantino that award because they want to give Tarantino awards so he comes up and so he keeps making movies. Yeah, so they keep giving him that that actor that 
screenplay. But I think you're right. I think Parasite's probably... I don't know. I mean, look. What, yeah, we've done this. Once Upon a Time is our favorite movie. Doesn't mean it's the best in everything. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we got uh, International Feature. Parasite's going to win that. Um, documentary. Uh, American Factory. All right. So animated feature. Is that on there? No. I, all the things are done on the betting. Oh. Um, so there's Toy Story 4 is going to win. I watched Missing Link. Okay. I enjoyed it. All right. Thought it was really good. Um, I think you should check it out. It's on uh, Hulu for free. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, it had really good animation. And it was good. Good movie. Uh, do we need to talk about anything else? Editing. We got Ford versus Ferrari, who everyone thinks is going to win. Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and Parasite. Um, I don't know. Editing? Yeah. You're not getting the editing award for Irishman. Everyone knows that's a joke. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Ford... Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, you yeah. know. Um, cinematography, we knew it was going to win that. 1917. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, 1917 is going to win a lot of the uh, technical awards. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about the Oscars? There's no host. Billy Crystal came out and said that he doesn't like the that they don't have a host. I like that he said that. I agree with him. What was his? Uh, he what? said because you need people to you need someone to guide you. You need someone to react to what's happening. Yeah, and I agree with that. Um, by the way, you know what I didn't mention to you. Um, Vegas won. I told you Vegas has only lost two Super Bowls. You know who did lose? New Jersey. New Jersey lost them their Super Bowl. They got cleaned out. New Jersey. New Jersey's, you know, legal gambling. Oh, State yeah. of New Jersey lost on Super Bowl. All right. Well, we uh, we got to uh, Duke, Carolina. We did a nice little quick podcast. Next week, we're going to talk about who won the Oscars. Yeah. Let's see if there's uh, any uh, surprises. We're supposed to go over that Nick Cage movie that you want to do. Primal. Nick Cage on a boat with a tiger and uh, terrorists. It's going to be great. Um, but, uh, all right. Well, thanks for coming up. Yeah. Let 